Blog Talk Radio. Anyway, 
other than that, you know, we got it. We got it going on here today for you. Man, we're going to talk a little bit about this, a little bit about that. Um, you know, blacks and whites see things differently about paying college athletes. Uh, that should be interesting. You know, we always talk about what polls say. How, you know, the polls say this, and you reply to this. But, of course, as we we said in the past, that there's always a way the, the poll questions are framed to make you respond one way or the other. We're going to talk a little bit about that and on a specific poll that I saw that really illustrates what I'm talking about. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about how few Americans feel like they are living the American dream. <laughs> Ooh, that, that should be an interesting piece of conversation as well. Um, there's a high school that um, had a mock slavery lesson. And, uh, of course, some parents got upset. But the question is, if you want them to learn about slavery, why you get upset when certain um, um, teachers try and present this to them? You know, I understand if this is bad or whatever, but we'll get into that as well. Of course, we're going to talk a little bit about the 200 pounds of fentanyl that was found. Obama going to Wall Street, which, you know, some people said yes about that, but, you know, that too. Police forfeiture, we talked a little bit about that before. We're going to talk a little bit about that again. Um, gender stereotypes, you know, <laughs> I found an argument that gender stereotypes are destroying girls and they're killing boys. We're going to talk a little bit about that too because we know right now uh, the sexuality of our young men and women are is under attack, under attack. Okay, just put it that way. It's under attack. And this article I found is really scary. It really is. It's scary, um, and it, it points to how 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 bad it, the, the attack really is. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well. And of course, this and that and. Whatever you bring to the table, because, you know, we, we, we like to hear what you have to say as the listener as well. But before I go any further, because y'all know I can get the jaw jacking sometimes. I don't know what I be talking about. I be rambling sometimes. Sometimes I don't be rambling. But I have a point to make. <laughs> but anyway, let me bring in the person that really keeps keeps me um on the even keel here, because... Hey, they the logic of the group of the, of the two of us, you know. I, I'm I'm just out there, you know, somewhere half the time. The the logic, the logical side of of, of less talk is been to bring it in. And here's my co-host, the one and only P. Ross in the house. All right, P. Ross, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> How you doing today, Mister Talk? I see your your show definitely has the correct title, Mister Talk. You know, yeah, yeah. But we do have a lot to talk about today. We got a lot of controversial stuff mm-hmm. to talk about. It's going to be interesting, especially that classroom lesson about slavery. I'm looking forward into getting into that. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a good day. It's going it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Yeah, I agree with you 100. Uh, percent 
You know, like I said, you're the logical one, you know, because me, I get to rambling. And as you said many times, my brain moves faster than my mouth sometimes. And, <laughs> you know, I be doing one thing and my brain be 8,000 miles away doing something else, you know. But it's okay, though. It's okay. You know, that's that's why, you know, you, you're the one who keeps the logic in, in, in on the show. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes yeah, you just have to go there. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just have to go there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, it's, ah, that's why we make such a great, great, great working group. That's why we're so good together. Let me just go put it that. That's why we're so good together, okay? And, you know, I was trying to find a, 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 a good long word to use. I get that. That's why we're so good together now. I'm going to put it simple like that. All right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, with that in mind, y'all, it's that time of the day for the song of the day. And honestly, I couldn't think of no new song to bring to you today. It wasn't jazz. It wasn't hip-hop. It wasn't rock and roll. It wasn't gospel. I couldn't think of anything. So, you know what I said? I closed my eyes and went on the, the playlist I already had, and I came and said, any, mini miny, mo." Y'all remember that game, any, mini miny, mo"? Yeah. Well, I went any, mini miny, mo," and I came up with a song for y'all. I know some of y'all, y'all probably don't remember. It may be a little bit too far back for you. But for some of us, this was the jam back in the day. And the way Mr. Smith is operating today, it's a very, very true song. <laughs> a very, very true song So, without further ado, man Here it is, Lucy's and watching you And we see y'all in about five minutes, man Enjoy the music
mean, I'm lining them up left and right. So be looking forward to that. It's going to be real interesting, you know, so get ready. Starting in October, I think. That's about when we we supposed to have a first guest, right? Yeah. In October? October, yeah. Yes, yes, October. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when yeah, that's when the financial advisor is gonna come on the first Monday in October. Uh is it the first Monday, first Friday? I don't know, I'll figure it out. But I know it starts in October, so y'all be ready for that, man. You know, we're gonna try and, and help our people, you know, get their finances together. You know, our listeners anyway. I can't say our people because, you know, some of our people really aren't our people. But anyway <laughs> I don't know if that made any sense or not, but it's close enough. <laughs> It was close enough. Woo! I'm on a whole, whole different level today, y'all. Y'all just don't know. Anyway, as I was saying, um, ain't that something? <laughs> just when I'm promoting it, I get a text that say um, the financial value is gonna have to reschedule. Okay. Right. Okay. We anyway, have, we have somebody. will be on the show. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, no issues, no issues. Anyway, anyway, moving right along. Da, 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 da. Uh, we have, um, you just got the song of the day, so we got the quarter of the day going on. But let me tell you, if you want to come in the chat room and have a conversation with me in the chat room, that's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Um, you have a chat with me, um, T. Ross or anybody else in the chat room for that matter, as long as you come in under a username. If you come in as a guest, all that you'll be able to do is read what's being written, okay? You won't be able to participate, but I, I prefer you come in under a username. That way you can participate in, in the conversation that's going on in the chat room as well, the one that's going on the air, okay? Um, you can always email me during the show, after the show, before the show, anytime at ericletstalk at gmail.com. You know, hey, I'll get back with you, I promise. Or you can stop by the show website at www.ericletstalk.com. All right, so now that I've got said all that, let me go on and take me a breath and get my Pac-Man intro together because it's time, y'all. It's that time for what? You know, take it away, co-host. Take it away. The quote of the day comes from Josiah Gilbert Holland, and he says, there is no royal road to anything, one thing at a time, all things in succession. That which grows first withers as rapidly. That which grows slowly endures. So in other words, take your time and do stuff right. The overnight wonder is an overnight blunder. Don't be in a rush to get things done all of the time. Do things in a specific order. That way perfection is, and you work in excellence to get them done. See, so if it took God six days to create this whole universe, you know, this whole earth, then you should know that whatever your endeavor is, whatever your dreams are, you know, do them. Take the time to do them right. You're putting your heart, you're putting your hard-earned heart and work and sweat, blood, sweat, and tears into it if you want it to be successful. Take the time. Do your due diligence and do it right. Okay? Okay. And that was kind of deep there. That was really kind of deep. You know, and I, I, I can, I can, I can uh, you know, say yes, that is a very, very, very true statement. Because um, you know what I find out? 
and I, I've done it before on the show, you know, not really do much research and just put something together real fast. Okay, I'm going to do a show, bam, 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 bam. And it just, like, fell apart, you know, because I didn't put my time into it. I, I tried to hurry up and rush and do it, and bam, it just fell apart. And life is that way sometimes. Yeah, you know, it really is. is. Huh? Like what? Yeah, like, like your singing career. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get off me in my singing. <laughs> <laughs> you will get off my singing, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You got to put some more work in that. Before <laughs> you bring that up to the public. <laughs>
Yeah. So, you know, if you fell a little bit, don't don't beat yourself up, all right? And trust right. me, none so of y'all can beat yourself up more than I do. <laughs> Start over, do it again. Start over, do it again. Go yeah. back to square one. You know, just take your time and right. do it. Go back to square one. We, 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 you know, and I say this a lot, we're a microwave generation, and we want things right now, but things don't always happen for you right now. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Now, speaking of those those terms right there, let's get on to this first first little story I want to talk about. Yeah, man. And this may not be one that's in on the on the description, but I, I couldn't pass this up when I saw it because um it, it's kinda it's interesting. It it really and it goes to show uh just where our society is today as far as just People. <laughs> now I like to say, gender stereotypes are destroying girls and they're killing boys. Um, <laughs> the article says it doesn't matter where in the world you live. Lessons about gender start early and they are they have lifelong consequences. A new study in the Journal of Adolescent Health found many norms around gender was expected of boys and girls become entrenched in adolescence, and have negative impacts that carry into adulthood. Existing research shows gender roles can harm both sexes. Um, The Global Early Adolescent Study, which looked at girls and boys between 10 to 14 years old in 15 countries with varying income levels, found many of these stereotypes are universal, and they become entrenched before 10 years old. The ideas girls and boys have about gender, the study found, form earlier in adolescence than had previously been measured. There seems to be a shift as soon as girls and boys enter this stage where their attitudes and beliefs about the opposite sex can change dramatically. (laughs) But once they begin puberty and their bodies developed, their worlds changed. The biggest myth perpetrated by gender is that girls... Once girls hit puberty, they are vulnerable and in need of protection to preserve their sexual and reproductive health, while boys are seen as strong and independent. That changes how the world sees both sexes during adolescence and how it becomes, continues to treat them throughout their lives. Now, I, I'm about to get there, y'all. Wait, work with me here. Consequences with girls conform to gender stereotypes. Depression, child marriage, Leaving school early, exposure to violence. Consequences with boys conform to gender stereotypes. Engaging in physical violence to a much greater extent than girls. Dying more frequently than unintentional injuries. Uh, Being more prone to substance abuse and suicide. Having a shorter life expectancy than women. Um, It is important to challenge gender stereotypes when children are young. You can look at it as a window of opportunity to really address these attitudes and beliefs before they become cemented later on. We need to view gender as more of a system. And one of the problems is we typically look at things on an individual level. Now, there's these people at the Journal of Adolescent Health, okay, and they say this is what they have found. Uh Girls who conform to gender stereotypes, they're prone to depression, child marriage, leaving school early, and exposure to violence. The boys, you know, you know yeah, much more greater extent of violence than girls dying um, earlier, so forth and so on. 
Now, here's my take on this. Rubbish. That, that's a good word for it. Don't you think that's a good word for it? Rubbish? Because I, I really don't, I, I, I don't see where, what's the issue with that? What is the issue, TJ? Okay, girls, yes, you need to protect your sexual health. Yes, boys, you are there to protect the young ladies. You do not abuse ladies, especially your sisters and stuff. You, you understand what I'm saying? So what is wrong with that? P. Ross, help me out here. Maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but what is wrong with that? You know, why Why are we all of a sudden trying to get everybody to think the same? You know, is that mm-hmm. what they're trying to say? They want boys and girls to think the same way, you know, act the same way? You know, uh, basically, you know, to may say, oh, there's no difference. You're a girl, you can do this. You're a boy, you can do what the girls do. No, we don't want that, do we? Do we really want that? P. Ross, help me out. Maybe I'm looking at this at, uh, at, um, from a wrong angle here, but that's the way I'm seeing it. Talk to me. Well, one of the, the one of the things in the paragraph that is that it says is that one of the problems is we typically look at things on an individual level. So we feel like if we just empower the girls, make them feel good, then we'll change. But the problem is they go back to their homes where they're given messages from their parents that are contradictory. Again, we've been saying this forever. It starts at the home. Society can teach them all they want to, you know. But at the end of the day, where they live at, what environment they're in is going to dictate what their beliefs are, what, how they act, how they grow up, what their perceptions are. You know, wherever they get their greatest influence from, that's what they're going to hold to until they're taught differently, until they learn differently. They're going to conform to what's in their environment. So it doesn't matter what a person say. Yes, kids suffer from depression. You know, yes, you know, the, the but but on at the same hand, boys suffer from depression too. You know? I mean, it it it, it depends not just on a gender, you know, stereotype. You can't just say, Oh well, you know, we'll just have one androgynous teaching, we'll have one androgynous, you know, um, um, philosophy that one fits all because it's not. You're two different individuals. You're two different sexes. Right. And 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 what uh, 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 what a man can do, what women can't do. Women can't do everything a man can do. I'm sorry, ladies. Y'all ain't that strong. You know, you can't do everything mm-hmm. a man can do. Now you can step in the role and and play the role, but you can't impregnate a woman. You're not strong enough if that's a real man. You're not strong enough to fight a man and beat a man. Some women are, but, hey, we're talking about the norm here, you know. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, and, and we get these kids gender confused, so they don't know how to hell that. You know, they don't know what mm. to expect of them. You know, now you got little boys going to school talking about, you know, they're a little girl now, you know. Like the like mm. the, the story we had a couple of weeks ago about the teacher was teaching gender, you know, gender equality in the class, and a little boy left out as a little boy and came back dressed up as a little girl. The parents had a right to be mm. there, you know, because at the end of the mm. day, you know, you're still a little boy. You know, you mm-hmm. still have a you're still a little girl. You still have a vagina. What needs to be taught is value. 
That's what's hmm. missing. We're talking about empowering our children, teach them values, teach them self-worth, teach them self-respect for themselves and others. Instead of hmm. looking at what may happen, you know, and, and, and in this survey, you know, when they're looking at it, you know, what what portion of, of, of the population were, were they looking at? How many studies were they looking at? You know, I see a journal of adolescent health, but what what did the study encompass? It says fifteen countries. Okay, fifteen mm-hmm. countries. Fifteen countries over all social and status level. Did it include yeah. every single type of it, environment? It said just varying income levels. Now, what does varying income levels mean? I have no idea. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it's not all inclusive. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that because I believe that you can do a survey and get whatever results that you want to get out of it. Mm. Depending, on, yes, depending, we, that, on, depending on how you write the survey, depending on what questions mm-hmm. are asked, depending on what the parameters are right. that you're looking at. You know, I'm not doubting mm. that these things don't happen to children. Yes, they do. All of these things. Everything they say on him. Depression, child marriage, leave boys leave school early. Boys are exposed to violence. Girls engage in physical violence. You know, at well they say the boys engage to a greater extent than the girls. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. you're right from unintentional injuries. You know, so it applies mm. to both sides. Right. Right. You know, and, so I don't know. You know and, and, the, and the biggest thing that I take away, you you mentioned a, a a very important part of it, and that was environment, because let's let's be honest, in other countries, we know that uh, norms are different than what we have here in, in this country. Exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, Asian the Asian countries, the Middle East, you know, certain practices that are the norms for them. Male and female are not the norms for us here and over here. So when you take a look at that, uh, it, 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 like you say, it, it falls back to environment or culture. You know what is the culture? You know what is being taught? Because we know in, in a lot of the Middle Eastern countries, as well as a lot of the the Asian countries, you know um, the men are a little bit more feminine than the men here are taught to be here in this country for the most part. The norm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even though we know in, in some aspects that right now in this country, that's kind of switching to the other side to where a lot of men, a lot of young men coming up now are, are taught to be a little bit more feminine than masculine, which I'm not going to get into that part today because that's not what we're talking about. But, yeah, so um, as far as girls you, we know there's some rough, there's some girls out there that have that have put it on some of them guys out there now, uh, you know, and it's just the environment that you you grew up in, you know, because I know a couple, I know one in particular that used to walk around jack folk up in the wall lockers and stuff, um, and, you know, and she was a sexist, but she she would beat up somebody in a heartbeat, so you know it was all right though, you know, so you know it it, it just depends on your environment. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad you mentioned the way things are are are, are the way things are worded because 
we gonna roll. That's a good segue to roll into this poll um, uh, thing. I want to look at as well. You know. So basically, before we move on, basically, uh, make sure you you teach your kids right. All right. Make make sure your kids know. You know what's what. All right. That's all I'm gonna say about that one. You know, that was a poll question. You know, because every day I go on MSNBN, they got they have some type of poll out there, and I, I'm just amazed at the questions they ask and the way the responses that they give they give you the uh, way you're supposed to respond. And here was a real interesting one. It says there was a poll. Oh, that was me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, there was a poll question that was on MSNBN that asked the question: Which party do you most Identify, ID will Now And here are the choices that was given Strong Democrat, lean Democrat Somewhere in the middle Lean Republican, strong Republican Okay Now if you notice Strong, anything with strong is at the beginning And then at the end Okay Lean, you know, is is uh, second and, and the fourth And of course somewhere in the middle Is what, somewhere in the middle Um Here's the issue I have with this. Either way, you're going to have to identify, if you answer this question, <laughs> you're going to have to identify with some party, okay? Even if you just put somewhere in the middle that say, well, I'm half Democrat or I'm half Republican, lean or whatever, all right? Now, once again, this, this is one of the ways that they they, they, they – uh, 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 form questions to to for, to get the desired results that they they want they want. Um, you know, cause I, I personally I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican, I'm not an Independent, I'm a human being with common sense. That's what I am. See, so if I wanted to answer these questions, I couldn't. But just to move on to the next question, you know, I would have to choose. Okay, uh, I just put somewhere in the middle. Well, that's not a true represent, representation of what's really going on, but for this survey's point, that's what they want you to do. So once everybody answers, they go back and say, well, recent poll, NBS, NBSC poll says that 95% of Americans are somewhere in the middle when they're asked to identify with a certain political party. That's not true. So when you, <clears throat> what I'm saying is when you read these polls, make sure you read the polls. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, allergies kicking in all of a sudden. The devil is a lie, though. Um, so, you know, when, when you do that, you have to really, <laughs> you have to really pay attention. I, I filled out a um, survey the other day. Well, I was filling out a survey until I got to this one question, and it says, um, "What is your heritage?" <clears throat> you know, and they went down to. You know, um, all kind of stuff. But I got to put, I say, so what if you don't know? You, know, you don't have an option for I don't know. You just have, once again, you have to pick something. So it say, well, half the veterans are heritage or African heritage. But that's not true. If I don't know, I don't know. Be honest, I don't know. You know, but it, it, it wasn't, it didn't give you that option. Now, while I'm going to deal with these allergies, P. Ross, help me out here. What, what you think about that? Well, yeah, like I said, you know, with 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 them, they they try to put everybody in a box. 
see, and, 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 and everybody don't fit in that box, you know, and, and if these are the only, the, these are the boundaries that they're, that, they're, that they have outlined, then, and you have to pick from these choices, and like you said, what if you don't fit, then what? See, either you're, 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 you're not counted within this poll because the poll is not talking to you. The poll doesn't reflect who you are. The poll doesn't re- reflect your views. So then you're not, you know, like you said, you was doing a poll and, and you stopped doing it because, you know, it, you just didn't have an answer for that part of it. And if you don't answer that part, then guess what? You don't, you can't complete the poll. See, so, 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 um, so since this does not define you and there's no box for you to check, you don't fit into this little paradigm that they're trying to define, that they're speaking to, that they're trying to get their views on so that their survey can come back or elicit the results, the desired results that they want. Because if there's not an other, because everybody doesn't think the same way. Everybody doesn't define themselves in the parameters of which, you know, the, the U.S. has come accustomed, you know, to trying to make people fit in a box ad, you know. And, and we all know what those are. We all know what those are. And everybody does not identify with those, you know. But in this country, you know, there's no, there's, there's no way around that. See, if you want to be included, if you want your voice to be heard, then you got to identify it under one of these parameters, you know. And 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 it's just not getting the entire. It's just not getting. You're not hearing the voice of the the the, the entire population. But like I said, only a certain portion of that of that population. See, so when we're talking about um, doing the doing these polls and and all of this, doing these polls and all of this, what are the what 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 number one? What are they looking for? What are the real? What is the real reason for this poll? What information? What data are they trying to collect? What point are they trying to prove? This is the question that we need to be looking at, and we can pretty much tell by the parameters that are set out, by the, 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 the answers that they provide you for A, B, C, and D, and if there's nothing outside of that, you know, then they're not talking to you. You're mm-hmm. not the population that they're trying to reach. It's just like an advertising campaign. If you're going to do an advertising campaign, say, about – Mothers who are breastfeeding. If you if you want to do a a a a a poll about you know an advertising campaign about mothers who are breastfeeding, and you want to target those mothers for a certain breast pump, okay? You're not going to target men for that. You're going to target women. You're going to target women who just mm. had babies in the last few months. It's mm-hmm. just like that. some of these polls are just like that. They have a targeted audience that they are speaking to that they want to reach that they want to hear their opinion. And everybody else, well, we're not talking to you, so we'll write it in such a way 
that you know you're excluded because you're not going to be able to identify with any of these questions. Right, right. I hope I made that clear. I hope I brought some clarification to that for you. Yeah, yeah anyway, you that's brought a very I, good clarification. That's how I think. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I can't argue. I, you know, I, that's exactly it. That's a, they want to put you in that box, you know, that, that that little square box. You know, everybody fit right here, and we, we can move on with that because this is the box we want to move on. Um, it's, a, it's a known fact that, you know, certain people look at certain websites, and basically the questions are, um, you know, generated for their, their certain response. Uh, I, I'm amazed at some of the responses that some of them, you know, because I go to different pages and I look at the polls and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, 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 no. <laughs> you know, um, and I say, yeah, this is general, This is for a certain specific group of people, and I just don't fit in that box because I just don't. I'm never going to fit in a box because I'm just too wide for the box. I ain't going to lie. I'm too wide for the box, so I would never fit into it. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, when you're reading polls or turkeys taking surveys, even them little responses they give you at school or, you know, at work, you know, distance session as they call them, you know, make sure you read it and, and just pay attention to the wording in it, in these things, because they're geared um, to, give, to give, for you to give a certain response, but you don't have to. That's the beautiful part about it. You don't have to. If you want to write something different in there, write it in there. What are they going to do? Can you, you can't do it? Oh, well. All right, before we go any further, I want to welcome Ken 1675 and 1692 in the chat room. Thank you all for hanging out with us today. Um, there's two main topics I want to get to today. Um, we're going to get to this this one, blacks and whites see differently on paying athletes in a minute. But here's another. Here's one I know my co-hosts really want to dig her teeth into because I, I kind of want to do it too. Um, there was a high school recently in California that um, had a marked slavery lesson, and some of the parents were upset. I mean, they were really upset about it, even though there was a um, a letter sent home uh, letting them know that this this um, um, lesson was going to be done. Um, and basically it was eighth grade student and who played the part of slaves and they had their hands bound with masking tape and they were made to lay down on the ground inside a dark room <laughs> where they watched a clip from Roots. Um, and this was to um, portray being on a slave ship making a trip across the um, Atlantic Ocean. Um, of course, teachers played the part of slave ship captains. And like I said before, and and um, explain of the lesson plan was emailed to parents, you know, describing it as a simulation activity that they were looking to teach students about the slave system in colonial America. That's what it said, and it said the activity was meant to surprise the students because it was more powerful if they did not know, you know, what was going to happen. Of course, many parents got upset about this, and they felt like it shouldn't happen, and da 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 da. da. Okay. Now, here's my, 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 my take on this. There's, there's this constant clamoring that we should be teaching roughly, we should be doing this, we should be doing this. Okay, so how do you want them to teach it? You want to teach them nice and easy? Uh, well, 
you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the book says so-and-so, or would you like them to get a feel for it? I mean, it's not like they're getting whipped or anything. You understand what I'm saying? Probably, well, I'm not even going to go there. But if we're going to teach it, let's teach it. Quit complaining about it. God dang. You know, it, it kills me that you want, you, you cry for, I want this, I want this, and then when it's being done, you got a problem with it being done. Make up your freaking mind, people. You got to decide one way or the other. Quit jumping on the fence. Okay? It, it doesn't work that way. Either you want them to teach it or you don't. Apparently, you're not teaching it to them, so you relying on somebody else to do it, so let them do it. You know, that's my take on this whole thing. Now, I may be wrong, of course. You know, I'm just one person, and my points of view are my points of view. That's what I'm saying. However, <laughs> however, that's the way I feel about it. You know, because I tell my son about it all the time. Because I threaten to take him back sometime when he didn't want to heck right. But uh, that's just me. <laughs> P. Ross, what's your point? What, what do you think about this? Uh, <laughs> I don't believe I just said that. But go ahead. What, what, what you got to say about this? Well, um, I, I read the letter that was on, on Facebook. And and I read the the the, the reason, you know, um, you know, after they said, you know, did him the activity, the teachers wrote that the idea was for them to, to be uncomfortable and to feel and to feel mistreated like a piece of property. Um, they also said that please rest assured that your child will not be physically or emotionally hurt or harmed in any way. Now, what it didn't say is whether this included all students or was it just the black students or whatever. It really didn't specify that in there. But of course, you know, um, the parents were upset. the The parent that posted it online was, you know, a, a black mother, and um, she was upset because if you really, you know, my takeaway from from this on on that aspect, you don't need a simulation for black children in America to already feel uncomfortable and mistreated. It, they don't need that. They all they already got that. That's every day. That's a reality for them. They live that every day. They can look on the news and see that every day. We don't need a simulation for that. See, so so in 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 looking at, you know at that sect of it, you know, and and um and how they're saying you know the child will not be physically or emotionally hurt or harmed. They might have not have been physically mm-hmm. hurt, but you don't know what their emotional. Or mindset of that child was you put him wait in a minute. dark room. Wait a minute. 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 What you trying to say? Are you? Wait a minute. Are you trying to say that this was? Are you trying to say that there was a? This was the wrong way to go about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. For some of the kids. Yeah. That's what you trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's 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 my logic to this. Here's my logic to this right now. Okay. Now, there was a letter sent home saying we will have a mock slavery exercise, and this is what would be done to the children, okay? Now, if the parents had a problem with it, you know what they should have done? Kept their children home. Well, I, I mean, this, 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 is what, this is what I'm saying. If you let me finish, let, huh? me, and let me get to my part, I was getting to that I, part. 
<laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm
And that's what they mm. don't want to admit. See, that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Because then if they have to if they have to teach that, then they everybody will see the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. See, they, they, they will see, you know, like like the article when um um on, on Trump when he went to the UN conference and he told he told um he made the asinine statement about um, people, oh, we always come to your country because there's a lot of money to be made in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did say that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, you know, he said, oh, my friends go to Africa all the time. You, you know, like, and he meant it, you know, I don't know how in the hell he thought that was a compliment in his small mind, but, you know, that just led, you know, went back to prove the point that, yeah, you're used to exploiting people. You're used to taking mm-hmm. things that are not yours, exploiting the people, exploiting the lands for their wealth, and leaving the land destitute and barren. But yet mm-hmm. when the same people that you go and, and get your wealth from need help, you turn a blind eye to. But let hmm. it be an all rich but let it be an all rich company. It'll be it let it be an all rich country. It's gonna be a war over there in the next two months. You know, and, and you know what? That, that's that's a a very 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 good point that you just made right there. I I can't even argue with that. But moving back to to um, the initial story about the mock slavery, and as you were speaking, uh, it came to my mind. You know, you know what? Part of the, the other problem is a lot of the parents these days have been conditioned or or, or uh, taught or trained, you know, to oppose any type of teaching. That that actually uh, pertains to slavery, or you know, uh, or or black history, or beyond beyond the scope of Martin Luther King. You know, they won't even talk about Malcolm X too much because they have an issue with that. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know, Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman. Uh, Rosa Parks, you know the, the the little staples that they say. Okay, it's all right to talk to y'all about this, you know, because this is what we want y'all to really know about. And, and the parents, a lot of parents have been conditioned to accept that as okay. This is what this is the proper way to train our kids, the kids about Black history. But no, I really don't see anything wrong if there was a note sent home and it explained, and you still had a problem. You should have got up and took your butts to school the day they had to, under, to, to get a look at. Because maybe you don't even understand what the the um uh, the slaves, you know, the, the, the journey was from Africa, you know, to, to the Caribbean to the United States was. You you, you know, because some people won't even look at look at it at, at all. You know, Roots. They don't talk about looking at a movie like Roots or or any of these other movies that that was um out. You know, um, so. As parents, you I think a lot of times parents have to get over get over their um their preconditioning as well to understand that some, sometimes you need to go as we just said step outside that box. I like to say step outside the world, you know, because you step outside the world then you you out there by you know, you out there with nothing but bad space, okay. But until parents understand that, or better yet, start participating more in the students' education, and we always going to have issues like this um, where somebody's going to find a problem with it because they don't think it should be caught like this. Well, how are you going to teach it? You, you don't mind them dressing up like Davy Crockett on Davy Crockett Day 
or you don't mind putting them in a, 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 a transformer suit on Halloween or anything like that. But when it comes to our history, oh, there's a problem now. We just can't do this. Really? Really? It's got to be one way or the other. It, it, it needs, you know, let's, if we're going to let te- teach it, if you don't teach it, make sure somebody else is doing it the right way. Then. That's that's all I'm saying about this. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be confrontational, but that's the way I'm feeling right now. Because every time you read, read one of these things about a lesson about black history in some school, somebody has an issue with it. Now, did the, did the thing say, well, it just be for the black kids or just be for the white kids? No, it didn't. It said students, everybody, everybody. Um, uh, and, and, but sometimes we have issues with things we shouldn't have issues with, I guess. But that's everybody's right, though. Let, let me, you know, that's like Colin Company. It's his right to um, not stand for the national anthem. You know, I read all kind of comments. On a daily basis on my, my Facebook page Well he should do this and Well that's that man right You know well I'm a soldier and that's who, I went to war and he should stand No If you're looking at it you went to war So he can have the right to do exactly what he's doing Simple Okay Simple I mean, You know my thing is If they want to teach it let them teach it man If you're not teaching let them teach it If you got a problem with it go to the school And make sure they're teaching it correctly or maybe you just may learn something. You know, maybe that's what it is. We need to get more of our, our, our parents and adults into the school, back in the school in themselves, so they understand what's really going on. You know, any more you want to say on this before we move on to the to the next topic, which um, uh, I really want to get into. I got, hey, huh? I said everything I needed. I said everything I needed to say, you know. <laughs> Okay, all right, so, you know, parents, hey, hey, pay attention out there, parents, you know, don't just send your little, your little youngest, your little crumb snatchers to school, and, you know, just say, have a good day, then they come home, you'll be like, what you learned in school, and, and you know what their response is, nothing, it okay, you know, or, or I have to ask my son, well, what did you learn today? I don't remember. You done spent eight hours in the place, and you don't remember what you learned? Well, what you have for lunch? They can tell you what they ate, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, so hey, sometimes you got to step foot in there. All right. Now I'm gonna tell you, my son's tell me he don't like me coming up to his school because I'm crazy. All right. <laughs> he said because I start a lot of stuff. I just want to let them know that what they teach is right and what they do. You know, I so you know I'm just saying. So you sometimes you have to do it. You just have to do it. You know, yeah, fourteen year old don't like you coming up to your school to find out what's going on, but that's what we need to do. If we if we gonna do what we supposed to do, that's what we're gonna do. All right. All right, two oh one, welcome to the show. I see you. And them triple ones up there, I see you. All right. Um, if you wanna comment on anything we've talked about so far, the number is three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. All right, press number one on your keypad. I know you wanna comment and uh <clears throat> I'll bring you in on the conversation. Me and P. Ross, hey, we roll. We roll. All right? Moving on. Now, here's where I get loose at. Blacks and whites see differently on paying athletes. Okay, 44% of blacks believe college athletes 
athletes should be paid, while 59% of whites believe that college scholarship is compensation enough. All right, and what we're talking about is collegiate athletes that play um, sports, football, basketball, a little baseball. Now, but we know in the major Division One schools, football and basketball, depending on, you know, what school you are, are the ones that really bring in the cash. All right, they bring in the money. Um and we know that coaches such as Nick Saban, who's making $11 million a year, $11 million a year, okay, to coach these black guys and these college athletes playing football, you know, that comes about, he makes, if you average it out per game, about a million dollars a month. A million dollars a month. That's not counting. That is not counting his endorsement deals. That's not counting. Uh, uh, his television show that he does every week or what have you, okay? Um, of course, you have ESPN that has paid billions of dollars to televise college football, especially the big conferences, the SEC, ACC, uh, Big Ten, Big 12, what have you. And CBS and TBS, they paid billions of dollars to televise the basketball conferences. So when you take in all this money that these schools are making, all these, and they expect the college athlete not only to make practice, you know, travel, you know, be productive on, on the team, but to actually go to school and, 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 you know, participate in class or what have you and, and graduate. Now, excuse me, I'm not saying that it's not possible, but all this on a Pell Grant or a scholarship, that. Now see, and here's the fallacy about the scholarship thing, and I think I've um I done I've done the show on this. <clears throat> these scholarships that these students get, you know, that the, they leave home. Oh, he's got a full ride, and he's gonna be okay. Are you aware that these scholarships can be taken from these students at any time? Any time. You know, let's say he he's out there, you know, coming out of high school. You know, he's a big time star. He get on the college team and. and you know he's 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 hey he was good in high school but he get on the college team and he's just a flop. Do you are you do you realize they can take his scholarship from him? They can't. They can take this this money from him. So now he's struggling, but he's a part of this team that's going to bowl games. You know, being on television every week. I mean, making billions and billions of dollars. So what is the issue with paying these some of these athletes uh, um, for their production? What, what's wrong with that? Now, <clears throat> here's here's where the, the the here's where it gets a little money. Okay, here's where it gets the money. Now, the schools we're talking about, as I mentioned before, the Michigans, the Florida, Florida State, uh, uh, um, who else? USC, UCLA, Texas, Maryland. We talking about those. But what happens? We start talking about the HBCUs, the Pairviews, the Florida A&Ms, the Thune Cookmans. Uh, South Carolina State, North Carolina A&T, they don't have that type of income coming in. So how would we go about compensating these athletes right here? No, because let's be honest, they do not have it. Now, some say, well, the boosters can take care of them. But right now under NCAA law, that is a violation. That's a violation of NCAA rules. So here's my question. Should there be any type of a rule 
placed down by the NCAA, not just for Division One, but Division Two, also, to where these kids are given, you know, some type of uh, a stipend or compensation for uh, putting their health and careers on the line. Because let's be honest, out of all these players that play college football, less than one percent is going to make it to the NFL anyway. And no, and 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 really. Those that get drafted are not guaranteed to make a team. You know, a lot of men are playing in a in a arena football league, or they go across the border playing the Canadian Football League, or they end up playing in some semi-pro league somewhere. And, and, and you know, so but here's my thing: if they're bringing in all this money for these schools, shouldn't they be paid a little bit more than just a scholarship uh, or a pale grant? You know, to help them make it through through school. That that is my question to you, the listener today. Should they be paid something? I say yes. I say yes. They should be because it, it's a little bit more than just them going uh, going to, to to get an education. Where some people say, well, they're going to school to get an education. Well, in that case, let them get the education and let them these coaches make uh, two, three hundred dollars a month. Uh, a month uh, you know, the coach, whatever they get out there on the field. And let's see how the how the, the sponsors and, and boosters like that. That's my take on it. It really is. P. Ross, tell me what you got going on. What you think about this? We got all the time in the world, so you know we don't have to rush this thing. All right, you want to comment on this one? Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Talk to me, y'all. I want to know. Me and P. Ross waiting. Talk to me, P. Oh, my. Yeah, you know you make you make some valid points. You know about the the the. The certain, the certain schools are not having enough finances to support all of this, but yet still the the ones that do, you know, that's making these billions, you know, like I say, ESPN paid NCAA billions of dollars to televise the college, you know, the college football game, and CBS and PBS was paid, you know, was paid billions of dollars to, to televise basketball. I mean, that's the organization across all uh, that's inclusive of all the college. What what's wrong with putting a stipend, you know, together for the athletes that do pay? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get them, you know, billions and like like you know, they professionals or, or whatever. But even when you're talking about the scholarships that the students have, even with that, they still, you know, have to have a place to stay. They still have to have books. They still have to eat. You know, and 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 have personal items and all of these other and all of these other things. You know, where do those things come from? Where do the finances for those things come from? You know, if they can't work to get it, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? Because the athletics takes takes up the majority of their time when they're not in class. See, so so mm-hmm. if you're not going to so-called pay them, give them a stipend. Give them a quarterly stipend. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't see what would, what would be so, so wrong with that. You're not, you're not so-called paying them then. In mm. my eyes, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. You know, and and, and you know, and and it's not even, you know, every, every, you know, I don't understand why everything has to be black and white. You know, just because the majority of, uh, of of the school teams are black, well, 
Yeah, but who are you recruiting? The recruiters know when they go out who they're recruiting. They know they know who they're asking for. They know where these children come from. So that being said, what's the issue? Hmm. Mm. What's the issue for who? With the people who said that they, that they don't believe that they should be paid. Well, you know, it has always been um, uh, a, a known fact, just depends, that, you know, that there are payments that's being made to, to get certain, well, there used to be payments made, I, I'm going to say used to. So in the case of SMU, back in the um, 80s, you know, when you know, boosters were paying you know, college students get cars and everything like that. Um, I remember the NCAA came down. Yeah, NCAA came hard and gave gave the um, SMU the death penalty over. So, and, and you know, it has just been this taboo. Let's remember now. At one time, let's not forget that uh, black players were not allowed at, at these big schools, so they had. Play Noels, but the HBCUs. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, see, but once um, they started being loud, yeah. yeah. Now, now, it's an issue. I'm sorry. And, and now it's an issue because you're right. They were buying them cars, and they, and 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 you know, and I'm not even saying they they buying them cars, furnishing them. This man, they had all kinds of stuff that, that these athletes were getting. When, like you said before, you know. Blacks started entering these colleges, you know, these Division One colleges and all of that, you know. But but the 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 thing is, you know, it, it's not about a car. They don't necessarily need a car. It's about their fundamental everyday need, you know. And if other programs can give their students stipends, you know, what's wrong with athletic mm-hmm. departments? following the same suit. I'm not saying go out and buy them a car. I'm not saying go out, you know, and, and, and buy them $10,000 worth, worth, worth of a wardrobe or anything like that. But just for the basic necessity, you know. Mm-hmm. That, right, right. That, that the scholarship is not going to cover. Right. And, and let's be honest, you know, it, it's, it's to say, well, they have a scholarship sounds good. You know what I mean? That sounds yeah. good. To have a scholarship sounds good. However, however, the scholarship is only so much. You know, and exactly. if anybody's been to school these days, if anybody's been to school these days, uh, the price of a book alone is just uh, mind-boggling, you know? Uh, two, three hundred dollars for a book. Really? Really? You know, so, I mean, a Pell Grant or, you know, this little scholarship that they give that was like I said before it can be taken at any time away from these kids, especially if they get hurt. You know, it's just not enough. If if you, your school is raking in over billions and billions of dollars from from these other these these television networks and you know, television I mean that's just let's put it out there. They making billions but the athletes are paying playing for peanuts. You know, that's basically what they they playing for peanuts. Now you know, we get the whole argument, well, they're there for education. No, that's not what that coach, when they got that, that player for. He didn't go and get him for education. He went and got right. that so he can make some money, his team can win. That's what he went and got that player for. 
He didn't go and get them for education. Yeah, they sit there in your, in your living room and give you that great speech where, you know, we're, we're there for the student and we'll make sure he, they can care less about him getting a, a graduating. You know, they really could. You know, so pay these guys. Um, <laughs> that's that's my take on this thing. Pay them. I ain't say you know break them off like they're professional athletes, but you know pay them something. Let them you know give them something. You know, that way it's not it's not a, 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 a how can I say it? You know you can eliminate a lot of this illegal stuff going on if you just give them some type of stipend you know, to play. You know for for being there as an athlete. You know, exactly. I mean. Yeah, because a lot of times they play in past, um, uh, um, you know, the regular uh, lunch all hours or what have you. Uh, I mean, like that boy in um, what what was it? The NCAA tournament basketball player. His team won the national championship. He said, "Yeah," and there was many nights where we went hungry. I went hungry because I didn't eat, and it's worth it. You see what I'm saying? So that's that goes to tell you they not making. You know, they not whatever they getting is not enough. And I don't exactly. think the boy was lying either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. All right, I got somebody with their hands up. Are you ready? <laughs> hey, we're ready. Are we're you ready, ready P-Rose? I'm ready. Uh, you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's bring Pianki into the show. Welcome, Pianki. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. Happy to be a United That's States good. citizen. Well, I'm glad for you. So what you got for me? Well, what is your argument on whether or not athletes, my argument is the, college my, athletes should my be argument paid? Is they should be paid something. My argument is they should be paid a stipend. They're getting it's not, they're getting it's, a, not, it's not fair. It's not fair for these universities to be making billions and billions of money off their sweat and the possibility of them getting hurt, you know, and not finishing getting an education. But the colleges continue to make all this money, and they struggling to eat or what have you. And the coaches make it over a million dollars a month, basically, if you average it out. No, they need something besides. Well, coaches not. That's I don't know if any coach making no million dollars a month. First, Luke another Saban thing. Makes Eleven million dollars. Nick Saban makes okay, eleven million dollars a year. All right, that's almost eleven. Um, that's almost one million dollars a month. All right. By contract, so right? Mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, his contract. Right. That's not counting All right, then, endorsements. Well, his his show he gets paid to do. You know, for that's showing a, up. That's, that's what. A con- that's a contract. That's what. And a, okay. That's a contract. So you, do you think he would have that type of contract if he didn't have the players out there winning, playing hard for him, winning, playing football? Well, you can put players. Well, you can no, put players on the field. You can put a. You can put a truckload of a monkey chimpanzees on the field. Somebody has to organize them and discipline them into doing what they're doing. Another point: players get oh, scholarships. Okay. The money that those sports uh-huh. bring in provides scholarships for other sports. Sports that really blacks <laughs> okay. don't even participate in. Tennis, oh. golf, lacrosse, okay. other sports that blacks don't oh, participate in. Oh, wait a minute. Hold in. on, hold on. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop, stop right there. Now, you said that blacks don't participate in it. Not that they don't participate in it's just you don't get to know the notoriety as the football player or the basketball player. That's no, they don't. Part. They don't because participate in those sports. Many HBCUs, 
historically black universities and colleges have tennis teams. They have golf teams. They just don't. So you think HCBU should pay their athletes? If they had the funds, yes, I do. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't say that's where it gets money at because they don't make. They don't have the income. Why not? These big Division One schools. Why come people don't come out and watch their teams play? They do. They do. Why come their alumni don't give back to the school? They don't have like, the big sponsors. Why come the alumni, the alumni don't give back what? to the schools like we see? Well, you know, you ask me a question every time I agree. You know you hate to hear me talk, don't you? No, I hate to hear your nonsense. That's what I hate, but go ahead. I mean, I don't know why people, some folks like to try to stop me from saying, well, I mean, I'm just telling you the truth. The alumni don't give back to the schools like other school alumni and other schools do. And then the attendance at that now some uh, Jackson State football team draws a lot. But you got 107 HCBUs. You got some of them with graduation rates around 12%. They're going to be closed. So they got a problem. Now if athletes need oh, okay. to after, should athletes get paid uh, at the college level get paid? I don't think they should. They Those that's playing on the field get scholarships. In the state of uh, at uh, Mizzou in Columbia, if an athlete gets hurt, when they first start playing, they take them to through a routine, a test, and examinations. If they get hurt, mm-hmm. they will rehabilitate that athlete back to the point where their measurements and recordings was the same or better than when it was when they first started playing. Okay, so what happens if he if he doesn't make it there? Then what? And and is I'm he sure still that, on the scholarship? Is I, he still on the scholarship while they doing all this rehabilitation? It depends on it, it, it depends on in? it depends on how some of them sign up. I know some that one kid that was paralyzed, they they uh gave him his scholarships. The, yeah, the kid that broke his leg, you, the kid know, whose legs, you, the kid whose legs snap on the basketball court, they gave him his. They let him finish his schooling. Of course they did. This was on national television. You think they go? <laughs> really, Tianchi? Are you really gonna go there with me today? Everybody did not. Everybody wasn't watching that, Eric. And there's been cases on uh, other instances also. So it depends <laughs> on how you sign with the school. You talk, I would you, say. Okay. All right. All my right, grandson plays baseball that. for a prominent. My grandson plays baseball for a prominent uh, university. Mm-hmm. And and you got to maintain your academics. Ah. Okay. Did he go there for academics or did he go there to play baseball? He went there on academics. That's not you have to maintain okay, well, your academics, even well, though, he, even though well, that well, first he, year. Okay, Pianchi, you know what? Okay, you see, you sound like the, the 59% of the white folks to say, well, he went there on a scholarship for his academics, and that's what he, he should be able to live off of. Well, fine, Pianchi, but half those kids that's going here for, for the black kids, they're not going on academics. They're being brought there to play ball. That's what they're being brought there for. They're being brought Eric. there to play ball, not Eric. for academics. The parents, you know, when when any kids I have ever worked with, they had two criteria: uh-huh. academics okay. and we sports. Talk about, okay, Pianki, this is not about you. 
That's what I'm trying to get you to Look understand. at that uh, one this athlete. What's his you. name? That was in the Super Bowl. That was a wide uh, defensive end uh, that went to USC. And they made reference with him as, as being not intelligent, whereas he graduated from USC with a 4.0 uh, GPA. I have no idea who you're talking about. I can tell you about Dexter Manning, who played in the NFL and couldn't read and write. But he was a it wasn't player. Dexter Manning. I can't think of the guy's name. It's on the tip of my no, tongue. I, he was I know it, but I'm he just telling you the, about uh, Dexter Manley. Well, Eric, whose fault is that? Well, Pianchi, yeah, whose fault is that? Then whose fault is that? It's not my responsibility to make sure that your, point, your, because your see, child can Pianchi, read. That's the parents' listen, responsibility. Listen, Pianchi, listen, listen, Pianchi. See, once again, you're talking about ain't your responsibility. You're missing my point. They are brought there for academics. They brought there to play ball. That's what they're brought there for. No, well, they don't have to sign. Yeah, I, oh, oh, no, they don't have to sign. The parents right, don't have to on, sign for them to go to those schools. It's just... Just hold that thought, Pianchi. Hold that thought. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello. What you got for me? Hello, hello, Mr. Talk. Well, hello, Maze. How are you? Uh, I think HBCU school would do just as good as the other ones. They have sponsors like the other schools do. You know, like they got uh, all these different companies that sponsor in these schools, but they don't do it for the HBCUs. But you have some people don't I know agree. that and don't even look at it that way. Sure, they should pay them. Mm. They're making money off of them. I agree with and you. And all those games that yeah, people go look at, they're watching them play. Mm-hmm. So the sponsors, the, That's right. the sponsors, should they still have the same sponsors as these universities? Yeah, and then a lot I of kids, so. they, and some kids go to school for academics. They go to school for free because they, they did it great from, from kindergarten all the way up to out of high school. That's what they're doing for academics. They're not doing it for sports. And all sports players do not finish high I mean, they finish high school, but they don't go on to college. Because did LeBron James go to college, or did he finish after he became a professional player? Sure did. He finished it. I think he, he, I think he, he went back player. to school. Yes. So that's yeah. not necessarily because you're going to a university to play baseball or sports don't mean that you're going to get to be on the team anyway. You just went to school you know what, for free you know what, on a scholarship. You know, what made, you know what, made You just brought up a great point. You know, especially in college basketball, this goes through the point that they ain't brought there for their education. You know why? Because the, the, the college basketball has the one-and-done rule. All they have to do is play one season. They go to the NFL. But these colleges still bring them in, don't they? Why? Yes. They ain't bringing them in to begin for no education. You're right. Right? So that's the way <laughs> okay. I see it. I, I, yeah, you're, you're right, Maze. You're absolutely correct. Pianchi, so if they can say about that, I'm sorry, man. I just want to let Mr. Pianchi get his, you know, response in. You know, since he say, you know, they just go there for education. That's what they go there for. Go ahead. Who sponsor? Who sponsors colleges? Businesses? Yes, they do. Well, then blacks need to black business they don't need to sponsor the HBC. colleges. They don't sponsor the HBCU. Ma'am, they use I listen to you, and he asked me a question. Team, most of the teams are on the teams. Let him get his in. Let, us get, let him get it in. Go ahead, Pianchi. As I said before, if a HCBU, if they're producing business people, if those business people want to sponsor those schools, they should. It's just like the giving back to the school. 
Many of them don't do it. A lot of them don't do it. Heck, you had uh, one school that was complaining about that. The one that divorce attended and the children walked out of it. What does that got to do with it? Subparagraph in the story, it talked about how the alumni don't give back to the schools. That's if you're going to sponsor, mm. see, if a, a, see, a white business is going to give to the school that their kids went to. Black businesses don't oh. give back to the schools Bianca. that their kids go it. to. We are Man, talking about I am talking. Well, hurry up. You're too slow. Black business, if you want uh, to have sponsorship, you're going to have to create them, Eric. Really? Eric, can I explain something to you? It's just like when BET has a TV show, they didn't have the same sponsors as they when they first started. They got to uh, give it to them a little bit at a time. When HBCUs are the same way when it comes to endowment, and those white companies use them to make money off of them, but then they do not give the money to them because all of them football players on the field don't look like the, don't look like the, the ones that came from the other schools that's in the sports. And they're not, those big companies are not even giving back to the schools. Nevertheless, if they did HBCUs the same way they do the white colleges, they will all be on equal footage. All they need is those bodies to be on that field to play. And just because your grandson playing baseball don't mean that he's going to get to be in the pros or either in a little league. Because they got big problems there. So as I said before, if you want... If you want if you want businesses to sponsor or give to these schools, then you need to create your businesses with precious little contribution dollars that can go around. Are they going to put the dollars where it best suits them? Mr. Talking, I ask you a question. Another thing, you only got Eric. You only have five HCBUs that have a graduation rate above fifty percent in six years. You got some as low as twelve. 17, 15%. Mr. Talk, you have the greatest doctors come out of the HBCU schools compared to any other, any university here. So we won't even go there. They only got five. They started with one. Then they eventually graduated up to more. And then you have people stop giving funds to them, but they were giving funds to other people. So what do you expect for them to do? Well, you know, to that question, if you're producing all these doctors, why come the doctors not giving back to Morehouse? Because they don't have to. If black the doctors, same reason, come, if, the same if, if Morehouse reason, is the producing same all those black doctors, why come those it's, black doctors Bianca, aren't giving back to Morehouse? You come with talking points. I come with with people that I know and things that I see. You ever got to come out of a book or somebody else you knew or your grandson? I, so I we can we in real time. life. I say one more time. They do give if, back. They do give they back. How you know they don't? If they are producing all these doctors, then why they come are. these doctors are not giving back? To Morehouse. Morehouse is not known for the same any sports team. Can I answer your question? The same reason the pharmaceutical companies are not giving back to the HBCU doctors. The same reason the pharmaceutical companies are not giving back to them. That's why. Is that good enough? Blacks that graduate from St. Louis School of Pharmacy, Walgreens, and CVS donates to those institutions. Here in the St. Louis area. Did I tell you St. Louis is not the world? We're talking about the country. That's thank you. He just stuck on St. Louis. There is not. uh, Pharmaceutical schools are not located in all 50 states. 
you have such tunnel vision. That and St. Louis is not, not one of them. Pharmaceutical schools. schools are not, universities are not in all 50 states. Where is the biggest, where is the biggest HBCU medical school? And is it having a problem? All right. Let me, let me, let me step in here real quick. You know, you got Tuskegee and you got Alabama. But hold on, hold on, Mays. Hold on, hold on, Mays. Okay. Bianchi, this is what I'm saying. Um, How many HBCUs do you see on CBS, TBN, ESPN? Hey, they don't even play on, 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 on BET anymore. So where where's the funding gonna come from, um, Pepsi Cola, Coca Cola, Toyota. Now you say it's good as much as people drink them. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now now you say well they get sponsors though, and the alumni need to give back. Well I can tell you for a fact, um, the swag, the me at, and. and you know, Florida and them, Bethune Cookman. I know boosters give back all the time to those schools. I can tell. I know that for a fact. But it's not I'm glad you mentioned. When you compare them to the, when, when you, I'm glad you, you mentioned Bethune. The Division One schools. The, when you, I'm when glad you, you mentioned Bethune. Compare them to the Division One schools that that that's getting these big conferences, that's getting these television contracts, and the big big sponsors. You understand what I'm saying? I'm glad they you pay, mentioned. They pay schools. You know, BCC, um, these the, the HBCUs, they go and play these big schools. You know why? Because they get p- big paydays, so they can yes, continue they on. See, yes. Yeah. So, you know, and every you know, some of those, some of those, some of those some of those universities, Eric, have a seating capacity in their football stadium of up with 130,000 seats. And if you don't if you don't get your ticket sometime in July, you're not gonna get one. That means that the popularity in that state is what it is. No one is stopping these other schools. That no one is stopping. So what are you saying is not true? That some of these schools gonna have upwards of hundred and thirty thousand seating capacity and that you gotta get your audience for your tickets early? They don't. They don't. They don't. Well, no, I, I'm not arguing that. Yeah, Florida, Florida State, Michigan's, UCLA. Yes, they. That's what they have. Yes. They, they, and you have to get your order in for your ticket early. That means that people the, want H, to go uh, see P- the games. Uh, Pianki, Pianki. But the HBCUs, they don't have that. What do you mean when they don't have? Been to HBCU game. They don't have states no. like that. Florida. Florida you know State, Florida, I mean Jackson State attracts a large crowd. Harris, which I go and watch their baseball games, don't hardly nobody come out to how the baseball times, game. How many times have you seen these schools on CBS, NBC, ESPN, and all that? The teams that, that have the large capacity, Eric, is uh, going to have uh, the attraction when it comes uh, down to televising. Mr. Talk, when they bring those those schools with HBCU fans, those uh 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 uh, what you call them, white schools, they get big money when they own ESPN. Yes, they, they get do. paid. Yeah, and that's where they get yeah. some funding from. So those other schools already get the money because they are on there. Right. And why are they on there? So, to make money, just like the other ones are doing. Because they need some, uh, they need some, uh, they need to they make a profit, and when they need the profit, they go to us to get it. That's why. Is that one good enough? 
But the reason why, because the alumni don't give back. And those alumni don't give back either. If you think they do, but they don't. But I just said. Jackson State and Tennessee State draws a lot of people when it comes down to game. These other HCBCUs, they don't draw nobody, man. Nobody wants to see that. Yes, they do, because they had one on TV last weekend. That well, was then if they, draw, if, if, if they, they, sure if they do they draw, do why are they have? So then they shouldn't be having no financial concerns. Then you just said they do draw. Yeah, yeah, that's when the but but the alumni are not doing it. Don't draw in the magnitude as the Thank you. One they do it in one way. Why is like that? It's just like when Why they go on racing. When they have, when Nobody's they stopping racing. people from going. Let's just be the truth of the matter. Anything yeah. that has to do with black African-American, you're going to find a negative point to point out. And that race car driving stuff, it gets big money, too. And where do we get it from, it doesn't matter. You're always going to have So you're telling me, wait because a minute, hang on. You're telling me that I'm telling you that they don't draw. you telling me that I'm pointing out no, something. You, you I'm pointing the out the truth. No, you not. You the truth that. is that's, nobody that's, is that's stopping people from going to the game. That is your view of the truth. So now, you're you saying that there's people like standing around the stadium with guns to keep folks from going to it? Draw people because if they didn't draw people, they wouldn't be filling the seats as they do. But all of them don't draw the people that they need to draw in order to make the money for the Division One that Division One makes. They don't have. And why? And, and I ask, why is that? Because of selfishness. Because they don't share the wealth. That's why. I ask and once again. Why is that? If you don't know, we can't tell you. Why is Cincinnati, that? Cincinnati the, 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 Cincinnati Wait, Reds on, played the St. Louis Cardinals. There's hardly nobody in the stadium. That's they is that where they get their money from? Go back to what we're talking about. Hold up, hold up, hold up. When Cincinnati, the thing that draws the people, like we said earlier, they have to have a winning season. When Cincinnati Reds Thank were you. winning that stadium, with people were there all the time. Well, maybe you your HCBUs are not having no a winning season. Tiante, please, please quit. <laughs> <laughs> you just lost. You just ain't admit that you're using talking points and then not working. Maybe Stop that's the reason why I come and nobody yeah. wants mm-hmm. to go to the game. Stop talking about alumni because they don't pay either. You know what? You know what? Um, they pay for money because every year. Look, look, every year I go to um, Prairie View and Grammy play right there in Dallas in the Cotton Bowl. And trust me, the alumni are there, the fans are there, but is that uh-huh. enough? No. no. Jackson State no. Jackson State they, Stadium holds 60,492 seats. And you look that up on the Internet, so what is that supposed to do for us? 60,492 seats. When you look at it, something like LSU, it holds close to 130,000. Now, here's, here's my question. In that case, then, so why are the top athletes bypassing HBCUs and going to the, the big Division One schools then? Why the black uh, LSU holds 102,321. No, 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 what was your no, question I ain't asked again? You, I ain't asked you the question was. What was your question again? If, if, if that's the case, why are the, the top. Black athletes out of high school going to these big Division One schools and not HBCUs. Because that's where they want to go. No, because they can't oh. be seen. 
Nobody's stopping them from someone is not telling them they can't go there. You looking at see you looking at the 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 black and white of it. I'm looking at the Mm -hmm. whole picture because as they say they can't be seen just playing on on, you know, every Saturday in the in the you know, on the on the local university uh, grounds unless they just outstanding. Okay, they just shining like that, but all of them not shining like that. Even the Division Ones don't shine like that. However, they they still playing on CBS, NBC, ESPN, uh, TBS, what have you. They still playing on these big networks that are paying these conferences for them to play on. Well, that's that's because so here, those here, games. Here, 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 well, I'm gonna answer the question. You want me to answer that question for you? You gonna let me answer the question? It's because if you got a product to sell, Eric, you want to put that product advertisement in front of as many eyes as you possibly can. I would rather put my product advertisement in front of 125,000 rather than putting it in front of 40,000. It only makes good business sense. So let's equal it out there. Let's pay all of them. A little stiffen, mm-hmm. so they they can make the you know they. So they you're saying that? These, wait a minute, uh, hang on, explain that to me. How are you going to work that out? Just pay all of them a little stiff stiffen. Why not? You meant to say size. I mean, How are you going to work if, that out? If, if, well, wait, well, wait a minute. Huh? Who who's going to pay them this? Same one that paid the other one. Who's going to pay them? Yeah. How is it? Okay, you, are if, you saying if, that all money if, goes into a big if, pot? Yeah. Sure do. Yes. It does not go in, in a big pot. Each of these up. schools, yes, they do. Each of these, it does yes, not. Do. These school when programs, these schools, when these schools, when these big schools get those those television contracts, that money is split up throughout the conference or these teams. Yep. That's why it's so mm-hmm. important for them to go to the bowl games because the more bowl games they get, the more money they get. When the schools go to the bowl games, yes, the teams that are playing may split the money up. But under normal circumstances, when an advertiser does a contract with a school to televise their game, that money sticks with that school. It does with the University of Missouri, Columbia. Well, I told you everybody not in Missouri. The University of Missouri, Columbia is an SEC school, Eric. And they suck. But they still making all that money, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a hard so time with the black players because, out of the city. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. But they still get to go on the SEC network. They still get to go on the ESPN. They still get to go on CBS. Correct? Because they have the audience. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> so, even though. Florida A&M, uh, BCC, Jackson State, Alcorn State, Grambling, and Grambling have a, 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 a they sell out all the time as well, Prairie View, but they don't get to go on all these big networks. Grambling used to have a money. good. So, Grambling used to have a so, very good program, but guess what? Grambling the alumni look at program. look at the Stop look at the facilities the that they had. They had to do a special. They had to do a special on Grambling's facilities. Why is that? Because some states take care of some universities and Be, some states don't. Number one, because once they again, let's go money. back to the finances. They just don't have the finances. All right. So if you got a if you got a uh, a, a kid that's getting ready to go into a college, 
Do you send them to a school where they're struggling, or do you send them to a school where they are standing upright? No, you don't send them to a school where the building is standing up, right? You send them where they learn, where you got where you got somebody to help them out and just have them there to take the money. And when they finish, they still don't. I mean, they. they and when on, and when I say they when they're on, they still old people. When I say when, when they are standing upright, to HBCU and finish. That's what they do. When I say that they're standing upright, I mean everything. Yeah, right. Across the, the board. School, the school, they don't I'm have no mentors. The school I can afford to pay for. Yeah, and the one that's got mentor that's going to pay for. Yeah, and the one that's got mentor that's going to pay for. Most states have programs that when your child is born, if you get involved with a savings program with that state, when they Uh, complete high school at 18, they can go to any state college free. It's paid for. Okay. All right. Okay. But it takes due diligence, it takes sacrifice, and 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 it takes being focused. How much is that? What does. What does that pay in for? Texas, in Texas, it's about $100, $130 a month. What does that pay for? What does that pay for? It pays for everything. $130 a month that a parents pay. Man, really, you know, really? you, why don't you look it now, up? Don't believe me. No, no, I, no, no. Listen to, what, listen to what you're saying, though. So these kids, they go out there, they spend... Uh, they wake up, they go to the to the weight room, you know, get the workout in, may have early morning practice, go to class, uh, then go back to practice, you know, uh, try and get some homework done, then start the whole thing over. And they supposed to do that on $130 a month? Really, P.A.? That's not what eat? I said. What they eat? I said that yes, when that a child is born. Well, you know why you didn't hear what I said? Because you're talking when I'm talking. You know what, P.A.? Now, let me tell you, what... you who's talking now. No, let me tell you, what you're talking about is asinine right now, Pianchi. And, you, you know, you're looking at it from, I don't know what type of issue you're, where you look at, you look at it from a crazy point, all right? It's period. Look, these kids need to get some money more beyond the little scholarship money they, they give that can be taken away at any time. When they rehabilitate, why they rehabilitating? Is this kid still on scholarship, or have they cut his scholarship in half so he can rehabilitate even though he may not even play or be put back on the team again. But they are not, they are responsible for at least getting him back to where he was before he played, before they take his scholarship and say, you got to earn it again to give it to the next blue chip that comes in. And to top it off, a lot of the HBCUs do not have the, the amount of scholarships that the big Division One schools have. So, my thing is the NCAA should implement some type of system, and it's not like it can't be done, because they're making millions of dollars sitting up there ruling on things. They should be able to come up with some kind of financial plan to where these kids get more than just their little two, $300 a month, as you say, uh, 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 you know, to, 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 to go and play. Now, they go there for a scholarship. They go there for education. The NCAA basketball ain't no, about no education. One and done. These top freshmen come in, they play one year, have a good season, they off to the NBA. So where's the educational effect in that? If they decide to go back to school, you know, they they finish their education, yeah, some of them have and some of them haven't because that's not what they're going there for. Come on, Pianchi. Really? Now, I'm going to let you talk now. Go ahead. 
As I said before, in the state of Texas, when your child is born, you can start saving $135 a month in the plan for the state. When your child becomes graduate from high school, they can go to any state college for free, including Texas A&M. Uh huh. They can go for free, huh? Well, read it. Read it. Yeah, it's not. It's not free, Pianki. Mm-hmm. It says when the free, child reaches high, when the child graduates from high school, they can go to any state college for free. Missouri has a similar so, plan. So why? <clears throat> so Pianki, why? Why does the University of Texas, the state school? have the lowest percentage of African-Americans enrolled there, period. I don't know. Maybe because they they have a high admission rate. (laughs) Maybe not a high admission rate. Maybe they have a high admission requirements. (laughs) They got a high admission requirements, Eric. Okay. And Washington U here in Washington U. So what, at Washington so University here in St. Louis, of, where the tuition is about $67,000 a year, blacks have a higher graduation rate from, than white. In St. Louis, mm. St. Louis, St. Louis. Uh-huh. We don't live there. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? Uh, uh, you know what? That we going to leave it right there. And, and now you see why there's, uh, the, uh, the, there's the, the um, percentage out there that is that feels, you know, uh, they should be paid and they should be paid. Paid. It's all right. I say they should be paid uh, something. You know, I'm not saying pay them like they're professional athletes or anything like that. But they should be paid something to to help offset all what they 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 have to do and the the risk that they are taking for these big schools for these schools to be making the money they're making. Now, yes, the HBCUs, yeah, they're in a different category because they don't bring in the big, big uh, financial windfall that the big SEC schools do. It's just, it's just the way it is. You know, you got uh, Florida A&M right there in Tallahassee, but then you got Florida State right there. You know, and on certain days, they both plan on the same day. Really? I mean, and really the campuses, they they, they together, the streets separate them, basically. I mean, come on, Pianchi, where's the fairness in that? It's not you know, about so fairness, say, Eric. It's not about fairness. Oh, oh, okay. It's about business. That's where it is. It's not about fairness. It's about business so and what's legal point. and what's illegal. So well, see, let's make it legal and let's make it fair then. Well, look, if that's what you want to do, go ahead and leave a movement to do it. I think it's a very I, formidable you know movement that you want to have. Okay, so I hear people, you know, petition? hang on for a second. Well, I hear people, no, no, I hear people talk about this. Petition? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not, I'm, I'm not in your state. <laughs> but here's no, the thing, Eric. I hear people talk about doing these things, but that's all they do is talk. Wait a minute, no. If all you do is talk, go ahead and put that into play. I'm going to ask you again. If I get a nationwide uh, uh, petition started, you'll be the first one to sign it? No. Eric, if you get a nationwide petition, just listen to what what you said. 
You say you're going to get I a nationwide petition started. I'm not all yeah. over the nation. I'm in one city. <laughs> but you're complaining about everybody in all the other cities. Okay. How many how many signatures do you need? How many signatures do you need to have? You just I'll, talking. I mean, what are you doing? It's just talking. Look it up. You too. You just talking. I asked. Look, look. I asked the know. question. I can t- I can find yeah. out how many signatures I need. I think it's it, it's what five hundred thousand or something like that. That's easy to get. I don't if, know. If don't ask me. You wanted just thinking of these but, but, ideas. But but, but, but Pianki, Pianki, what I'm saying is you're not the only one. What you talk about, and I asked you, I asked you a simple question. I say, would you be the first one to sign it? What you say? I don't I go along with it, Eric. I told you that in the beginning. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So that is, you don't go along with it. So you're part of the 59 percent. Or the white folks that say no, you should not pay white, money to athletes. White people are not the only ones that's mm-hmm. against athletes being college athletes being paid. Okay, I'm just so you're saying that white people are right the now. only ones that's against college athletes being paid. Well, no, Pianki, because you are against you trying so to you trying to dramatize. The topic, aren't you? No, I'm not no, trying you to dramatize anything. I'm trying to make a point. You're trying to demonize. You're trying to make it. Be, you're trying to demonize it uh, on white folks. Oh, please. No, no, I'm not trying yes, to you demonize are. it on white folks. So if white, if fifty nine percent, if white folks is the fifty nine percent, see, see, uh, uh, see, forty four percent of blacks believe college athletes should be paid. 59% of whites believe that a college scholarship is compensation enough. So we're going to change that now. We're going to say 43% of blacks believe that college athletes be paid 59% of, of whites and 1% of Yankees believe that um, college athletes <laughs> should get along on their, their scholarship. So now, we fixed it. We fixed Clears. it now, Okay. If players are paid, then that's going to work against their eligibility for other grants in that, won't it? They won't need no grant. Why? Why? They would need one then, right? They would need one then, right? uh, Even though, even though, even though athletes or any other student receives scholarships, is it mean to tell me that at some point in time when they stop accepting and say, I don't need no more? They don't need no more what? Scholarships. So what are they you still, saying? They don't need they no more. The way they, they still have to eat. They still have to eat. They right? get. They are allowed the one, to. The one, you know, I'm gonna tell you something. That, you want to see. Ones, you want to see about, a. Uh, okay. What about the ones that are not? What about the ones that are not on full scholarship? What about them? You want to? Well, that's generally the case with baseball players. <laughs> those baseball players that's playing for those teams, Ohio State and LSU, and playing for Texas and playing for Notre Dame, and they are not receiving a full scholarship on baseball. No, because a lot of them receiving full scholarships for another sport. They just happen to play baseball also. No, come on, Yankees. No, according yeah. to NCAA rules, if you an athlete can only practice twenty five hours per week. If you carrying okay, a if you carrying a serious if you carrying a serious major like engineering, 
you're going to have about you're going to be carrying about 17 credit hours, which requires about three hours oh. per credit hours of study much, per week. Many, okay. All right, all right, all right, Pianki. I, I forgot I'm talking to a black and white guy, so okay. All right, I'm sorry. If it's not written down that way, that's the only way you're gonna look at it. My you're bad. the one that. Wait a minute. You know, you can make your, you can say what you want to say, but you're the one begging for something that likely is not going to oh, happen. No, I'm begging. No, I'm begging. I'm begging. Now. Absolutely. It's a no, plea. You, you said you're gonna, gonna go out and get. You're gonna go out and start a national he's petition drive. You on this issue, the majority of blacks in this country don't want it. The majority of whites in this country don't want it. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on for a minute. Hold on. Pianki, what university did you go to? What university did I go to? What has that got to do with it? Yes. I'm asking, I, 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 just ask the question first. What has what that got go to? to do with it? We want to know if you're giving back to your university. <laughs> If you if you give it back, that's what you're gonna for. Common sense. Hello. So Eric, start your petition drive. Let's see where you go with. I think I mean I, I, it's very probable you of having such a thing Pianchi. going on, man. What university did you go to? Did you go to did you go to university on a scholarship? Nope. You didn't go. Did you go to a university? Nope. Nope. So that's why okay. you don't hear the plane. <laughs> I ain't got a push right. in the fight. <laughs> when I was 12 years old, I played semi-pro baseball, Eric, which is equivalent okay. to A and AA today at the college. At 12 years old, you really? At 12, at 12 years old. You played Play for the play for the St. Louis Orioles. Absolutely. Yeah, I bet you did. Okay. All right. At twelve. <laughs> twelve years of age. Don't you said at twelve, right? And you played yeah. semi-pro. How many days? times okay. you want me to tell you? T W E L V E. You tell a lie. Okay. All right. Twelve. Mm. And you supposed to believe that? <laughs> and how many years did you play pro ball? No, no, no. Didn't no. Play pro ball. How many years did you play pro ball? I you played play pro semi pro baseball. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you were good enough to play semi pro at twelve, why didn't you go to the university or play pro ball then? Because I didn't need to go to the university. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the okay. summertime, we All played right. with the St. Louis Oreo. During school, we played high okay. school ball. Talk, can I say when I got into high school. Right. Okay. Talk, can I say All right. So, yeah, go ahead, Mace. Go ahead. And it you wasn't like just you, me. You know a couple of us in the neighborhood played on that team. You know team. what they still do it now. You know, like the the pro routine that the little kids come out and play. That's how he played. And then you know, like they play mm, games okay. and stuff with them. That's how he played. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't on the team. All right. All right. <laughs> I have to listen closely. Man, we we look we done flew over time. I done lost track of time here. All right, y'all. Uh-huh. You know. We we go we we gonna get up out of here, but I, I gotta let them get their last words in first because this should be interesting before I say anything. <laughs> oh my goodness! And we gonna go ahead and start with Piaki. Go ahead, Piaki, get your last words in. And you know, I you was reading, I was reading your narrative here: the black and white issue of paying college athletes. It's not a black and white majority of blacks. 
when they're polled don't want their Can't college children to okay. be paid. You told me to make my comments, didn't you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Make your comments. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're making make a black comments. and white issue out here. Both colors and others don't want college athletes to be paid. Hmm. Think of something okay. else to go along and with then? that. And then? And then? That's it? Is that That's my ending comment. Oh, you know something else? You talked about police forfeiture. I'm against that. I think that stuff should stop. <clears throat> I think really? that uh, oh, I think that's why come you should have legalization of all street drugs. Then you would do away with that interaction with the police. When police count money, uh, there should be more than one police officer there. There should be an independent source. They account your money and come back and say that you had they counted less than what you originally originally had. There's nothing you can do about it. <clears throat> Legalize all drugs, street drugs, and then you do away with that intervention between the police, the these other agencies that live and survive on forfeitures. You got the ability to do that. Your community don't have to be involved in that. Show some responsibility. Okay. That's it? All right. Thank you, Pianki. As always, it was entertaining. <laughs> For lack of a better word. All right, Mage, you up. Go ahead. Yeah, these people with these talking points, some of HBCUs, they alumni don't pay no money and all this, but they don't never look at how the other side get their money. And then turn around and use talking points that they were given by the people they love so much. He done drunk too much. He done drunk too many Trump soldiers. <laughs> so we just sometimes we just uh, have to ask questions and see why. Because he hasn't been to a university to have to give money back. So why is why is he having to feel about it? They should be paid. Mm-hmm. And the medical should be paid. Because okay. if they fall and break their leg and they mm-hmm. can't play anymore. Uh, who's going to take care of them? Mm-hmm. Who should be responsible? Just so somebody can watch the game mm-hmm. and they make money because that's mm-hmm. all they do is make money anyway. So we have to excuse Pianchi sometimes because he's getting seen now. So have a good Friday. <laughs> okay, you too, Mays. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. P, where you at? Talk to me. <laughs> Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all kind of went there on that issue and still missed the whole point of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes to show in those of you, in those, in those viewpoints that get, they came out, racism and discrimination is still alive and well today. It is, you know. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about the HBC, HBCU versus other colleges, you made a point with the FAMU game and the FSU games and. You know, it, it, it it's always going to be that struggle between black and white, regardless of what people fail to believe. In the U.S. of, of, of U.S. of A. of these states, you know, it, division is what this country was founded on. Division is what this country thrives on. You know, mm-hmm. and and there'll never be an equality between the races, and we just need to face that. 
that fact. So there's always going to be differentiating views, especially when we have when we have um, when we have so-called black folks, you know, who agree with the, who agree with the majority, you know, hmm. who, who still see themselves as less than what they're entitled to be. So it's an inside fight as well as an outside fight. And until that 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 fight is resolved, we're always going to have what we have, and we're always going to be what where we at. You know. Hmm. So 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 that being that that being said, because I'm hmm. a lady direct. Some things are just asinine. I don't understand how you 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 the same race, but you hate that you hate that same race. What's wrong with your you have an identity crisis going on within your own self? Because when mm. they see you, contrary to to what you may believe and what you may think, you know your skin is still black. So they're not going to treat you mm. any 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 different. Like David Clark. Mm. He thought he was going to get that White House position. He did. <laughs> so at the end of the day, he's still black. Hmm. Racism is still alive and well. So when we're talking about compensating, you know, athletes for a sport that, that you know, the majority of them are black, that's not going to happen, not in these United States. Not just like that. Hmm. And that's just the truth of the matter. And 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 no one's making it black or white. The survey itself said that that black survey shows that blacks and whites see differently on paying athletes. That's what it said. That's what it said. What it said. It wasn't anything that we personally were making black and white. That was the topic. That was why the survey done. This is the opening point that we made. We were talking about polls, and we were talking about how polls can be targeted at a specific audience to get the results that they want to achieve. Classic mm-hmm. example. So if it's meant to cause division, that are your example right there. <laughs> a blind man can see that. See, so, so, so when it comes to infighting and when it comes to to to, to baiting and 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 all of and and all of these things, look at you don't have to look any further than the mirror to know who's the cause. See, because sometimes the things don't happen for for the things that don't happen for us is sometimes it's sad to say it's because of us. It's because of that slave mentality, mm. that step-in-fetched mentality that you refuse to lose, you know. Always blaming somebody else for your demise. Well, they don't do this. That's all I heard the whole time. Well, they need to do this, and they need to do that. You know, well, I did. No, it's not about you. It's not about them. Until it, and, 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 until it becomes we and us, we'll always have what we have. And nothing will ever change. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, thank you to P. Ross, my co-host. Hey, I told y'all she was the logical one out of the two of us, right? I told you she got the logic in the brains. I just got the bronze. 
I'm telling you. <laughs> ah, but check this out, man. You know, it, it, it is quite interesting. You know, when you start talking uh, uh, compensation for players, uh, as I've, I said before, before the conversation got a little bit out of hand, but some, points, some good points were brought up. You know, these coaches aren't recruiting these kids to go and get a college education. Yeah, the parents say, yeah, 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 I'm sitting there getting college. But in, in the long run, the colleges, the, the parents and the colleges are bringing them there to hopefully help these kids get to the pros. But on a, a more um, right now basis, to bring in money for their universities. That's what they're there for. They're not sending these athletes there for no education. Half the athletes go there ain't thinking about education. They, they're not playing well enough at least three years so they can make their migration to the NFL or play that one-year college basketball, have an outbreak season, be a superstar, and they can go and move on to the NBA. That's what they're going for. Unfortunately, for the HBCUs, it's not that cut and dry. It's not. Why? Because they just don't have the resources and their finances for that. Well, they should get sponsors. They have sponsors. They do have sponsors, but not to the extent that the Michigan's, Florida State, the Floridas have, because they're not showing up on CBS, NBC, TBN, TBS, ESPN, ESPNU. No, it's a difference. So let's equal this thing out. Let's equal this thing out. Yes. Just because they're going to school on scholarship don't mean that's enough. Because it's not. When you got coaches making $11 million a year and you got uh, 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 athletes getting on national television saying, there's some nights I had I didn't eat because I can't afford to. Something's wrong with that. Very wrong. I was just looking at my Facebook page, and one guy put on there, oh, no. He put, hell no. That's what he put. But why? Why shouldn't they be paid? They're making all this money. If you take all the superstars and, and all the black athletes off these fields, I'm sure a lot of the big schools wouldn't be as good as they are. That's all I'm saying. Compensate these young men and ladies. You know, that's that's all I'm saying. You know, Pierre uh, uh, made the, the statement that, you know, they don't, they, they just play baseball. No, Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders, they play football and basketball. There's a lot of them out there do both. So whether they, they got a stipulation, they get on to practice so many uh, hours during the week, yeah, there's ways around that. If you're in the weight room, you're not practicing, but you can be lifting weights and watching film at the same time. Counts as the same. Pay these young men and young ladies. That, 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 that's it's just I mean, nobody asking for them to be paid like professional athletes. No, just let's make it fair. Let's make it fair. Even our HBCUs. You know, that's all I'm saying. Um, man, there's a lot of to- a couple of topics we didn't get to today, unfortunately. But you know what? It's okay. We'll get to them. Uh, we talked about forfeiture before. Uh, police forfeiture, and actually uh, President Obama had turned back some of the regulations that were allowing the um, law enforcement to seize your vehicles and your cash and things. But since um, Sessions have been in office, he's he's um, reversed a lot of that. 
So now police once again can seize your property, you know, if they think you're doing anything, uh, if it was obtained illegally, in their view, not the law view, in their view. And and the scariest thing about it is, you don't have to be, um, you don't have to be convicted, you don't have to be charged. All they have to do is say, I think you did it, and they take your property. And you got to prove that, that you have to prove that it wasn't attained, and you know you didn't get those illegally. And that could take years. You know, there's an example. P, I open your mic back up because I'm not through yet. I just thought about it. We need to talk about this a little bit. We got a little bit of time. Um, yeah. Um, um, you know, there's this guy who had his truck taken away. Why? Because they found five bullets in his truck, and they say he was mm-hmm. carrying illegal munitions. And I don't think he was trying to get a picture of a bridge going up. And also, and, you know, there are big and cases in Oklahoma, Texas. Huh? And he was on vacation. Yeah, he's on vacation. So now his new truck is still, he's still fighting to try and get it. He's still making payments. He's still paying the insurance on it. He's paying $600-something dollars a month on that truck. He's still paying for it. You know, yeah, he's that was him, that's the first thing I would have cut off. <laughs> and that was two years. That was two years ago. His lawyer still yeah, fighting. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. You know, of course, you know, there's um, there's a law that well, the fourth I think it's the Fourth Amendment that's supposed to um, protect the citizens from that. But of course, we know that it doesn't work that way because there's always loopholes in anything they will find. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but civil asset forfeiture program—that's what it's called. Okay. Um, yeah, the Fourth Amendment reads in part: the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. However, that is what's being done. But you have to prove it. You have to prove it. <laughs> you know. Proven. I mean, over five bullets, five. And he was a license. He was a license concealed carry. Okay, he was licensed. And so that that's even worse. Pretty pretty for a truck too. <laughs> you know. So when you out there on the road, y'all going through these different states, uh, if you have a large amount of cash on you or what have you, be careful. Be careful. Because some, one of them jokers can pull you over and, and you get, you know, because some of these jokers, they're nasty, man. They're nasty. I remember a time before I um I started doing this show, I was going through um, Mississippi. And um, I was going home on leave Thanksgiving. And um, I left a little early from post. You know, I was trying to get home a little earlier, surprise moms and stuff. And I got pulled over in Mississippi. Now, I wasn't aware of, uh, of a lot of things that's going on. Yeah, they searched my car. You know, got my money, asked me how much I had in my pocket. At the time, I only had like $60. You know, are you sure that's all you got? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, searched my car, brought other truck, the dogs in and everything. I'm standing there. And you know why the reason he said he pulled me over? Because I looked suspicious because I, I looked at him like, please pass me so I get on about my business. And just that simple. Just that simple. I had a Kango on. The Kango was turned to the back. You know, I'm chilling in Mississippi. Almost home to Florida. I'm chilling. So don't think it can't happen to you. 
Because honestly, I'll stand on the side of the road like, okay, I need to call. Who am I going to call to get me out of this? Because I know these, these folk about to take me to jail. <laughs> and I didn't just call them folk either. But, you know, the Lord looked out for me, and I was sent on my way. Yeah, so be careful out there, y'all, because they are they are using this law illegally, but yes. illegal at the same time. <laughs> you know, so make sure you, you understand that. Okay? Um, P, what you got anything you want to add to this? You know, and and you know, you brought out the point that they're they're doing it legally, but illegally. See, and and now mm-hmm. they're they're looking at the law, you know, um, you know, t- trying to, you know, revise it. But the fact of the matter is that you know, for right now, for right now, you know, this is what it is, and 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 they have to, you know. They and, and, and it was Jeff Sessions who really who really was pushing this law, telling them, Oh, we need to expand it, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that, you know, and 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 you you have to realize that this, this law was put in place in the nineteen thirties because it was for when when prohibition was mm-hmm. you know, and it was meant for bootleggers and such. You know. But then in 1980, with the so-called war on drugs, you know, they brought it back. So, mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, President Obama had pulled back from it, you know, saying that, hey, they're not being charged with no crime, then, you know, you can't. You, 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 you can't take this stuff. See, but now they, they changed all that. So all they have to you you like like you said they just you just have to be acting their whatever their point of view is being suspicious. Mm-hmm. See this man, this man, you know he's from Kentucky. He has a concealed weapons permit. He forgot to take a clip out of his car before he left on vacation. He's driving to Mexico to see his family. On vacation, they take his old truck. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Right. You know, and 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 they're saying, you know, it, it, Senator Paul Rand, he he's from Kentucky. He said, yeah, I, I agree. It's done gone too far. You know, it's the government stealing your property. He said there are several instances of young people get, you know, having money and, and, and saying, you know, I'm moving to California. I'm moving to, to Boston. They get stuck. You know, in some small town somewhere, and they might have a thousand bucks that they get that they dad or their parents gave them to get it started, and police just take it and say, "You prove to us that it isn't drug money." So you guilty mm-hmm. until you can prove you're innocent, and then you tied up hmm. in court for all this for all this time, right? For all this time trying to get your stuff back, and we're not just trying talking about money and cars; we're talking about houses. See, mm-hmm. we're talking about jewelry. We're talking about anything that is of value to you. They can just say, okay, we're going to take this until you prove to us that you didn't get this with drug money. Hmm. We, just had a story a we just had a story a few weeks ago where this young man, went, he, he, he um, sold his house or sold something, and um, he went into the bank to cash his check. 
and 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 it was a large amount, and he had a meeting to go to. The lady didn't want to cash it because he was a black guy with a large amount on a check, and this was Chase Manhattan. This was Chase Manhattan Bank, you know. So he left, went to take care of what he needed to take care of, came back because the lady said that she had to verify the check. When he got back, she had the police waiting on him, and they arrested him, and he spent a week in jail, lost his job. That he had an interview mm-hmm. for the next week. He owned his own construction business. That's what it was. It was he had just finished a construction job. He he owned his own construction business. They had that man arrested for having his own money. Hmm. Own money. See, so 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 when we 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 talking about abuse. You know that this is a program that you know the the, the abuses it, it it way outweighs the benefits. And let's be honest, every cop ain't on it. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Everything uh, ain't being turned in. See, it's a it's an unjust justice system, and we have to realize that. You know, so when they make these laws, you know, it's up to us. To be educated, it's up to us to protect ourselves. See, by being aware. And like you said, thank God they let you go. Because mm-hmm. even and I mean, I know a lot of people say, "Oh, there is no God, there is no this." Hey, I just know what kept me out of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's who I got to put my trust in. Even the Bible says, "Put no trust in what? Put no trust in man." Hmm. Because they are not. Amen. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about that. All right. Well, yeah, we had to get that one out. I, you know, me and you had talked about this one. And yeah, we needed to put this out again. You know, I'm sure we will cover this multiple more times. Multiple. I like that word. Multiple yeah. more times. <laughs> you know. And, and the other thing, and the other thing is, you know, we talk about these amendments and our amendments, right? If you don't see from this that your your amendment, they don't care nothing about no doggone amendment because the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution explicitly says that it exists to protect the citizens of the country from being deprived of life, liberty, and property without due process of the law. See, now this mm-hmm. forfeiture law conflicts with that because it comes against it. Asset forfeiture is a crime against the American people committed by their own government who's supposed to uphold their own laws. So 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 mm-hmm. you see the contradictions in that. You see how yep. ambiguous these so called laws that are designed to protect the people. If you don't see that your rights are being usurped. If you don't see that daily your rights are be taken, being taken away, then you're just blind. Hmm. See? Just blind, yep. And you won't understand it until why? To win? The wall is around you and they say you can't leave. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So keep exactly. thinking this country, so keep thinking this country great. What you need to do is look in the mirror and define great. Because the measure of freedom that you have now is slowly, you know, being taken away. It is gradually being taken away daily. 
You better recognize. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. See, I told y'all, she's the logical one. She, she the brains on the brawn. <laughs> oh, but anyway. <laughs> oh, all right. Thanks for that. You know, now we can get up out of here. You know, um, yeah. You know, I was looking at my Facebook page while she was talking, and you know, there were some responses um, to the last conversation we was having about should the players be paid. And uh, there was some, some interesting. One guy put hell to the gnaw. Um, so one person put, wow, someone in my research class is doing a paper on this very topic. However, here's one that, that said, yes, pay them, pay them. The schools are in revenue on these athletes, especially Alabama, Texas, Florida, Auburn, USC, to name a few. Reggie Bush jersey number was a top seller. He takes money from an agent, and they remove everything associated with him. Jameis Winston mm-hmm. was damn near near ruined because he stole crab legs. Y'all remember that? Yeah, remember that, right. He stole crab legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the schools and the NCAA pimp these kids. The reason EA Sports no longer makes the video games is because they could not afford to pay the players on the games. That's right, because the college players sued them, you know, for using their likeness without their permission. You exactly. know, and I remember the game because I had one playing it. You know, so. Yeah, you give these kids something. That that I'm glad he brought that up. Remember James? Yeah, he the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, starting quarterback. Yeah, he was at Florida State. He got in trouble because he stole some crab legs. Crab legs. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. All things. Yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, he may not have needed them, but <laughs> you know, crab legs, y'all, steal it. You know, and there's been other instances where, you know, uh, credit card fraud and what have you, kids try to call home and carry on. You know, yeah, some of them aren't right. Let's be honest. We know all of them ain't on the up and up. But for the ones that are, give them something more than just this this, this thing that can be waved in their face and taken away at, at the blink of an eye, and then they just out there with, the, with their butts hanging up in the air. That's all. Yeah. You know, I guess you could call that. That ass, what they call um, asset forfeiture, you call it that too. Yeah. You know, that giveth and I taketh away. You know, so it, it, under the premise that it's about the education, let's be real. It's not about the education, okay? Uh, let's be honest. And the parents that say, yeah, I send them there for their education, no, they don't. They sit there hoping that they'd be good enough to make it to the big leagues and make some money. Now I'm just gonna be honest with that. All right. Yeah. So that's 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 true. That's one of the that that's what I gotta say, uh one of the only ways a lot of black families can see coming out of poverty, so they feel. You know, make my son a child good enough in sports to where they become pro and then they can take me, buy me a house and you know, we live large. The only problem with this is majority of them once they leave the NFL or NBA Within two, three years, they broke. They found a bankruptcy because they're trying to please everybody in the family. So it, it, it's, it's a, a, a two-way sword, I guess you can say, and you have to be careful with that kind of stuff. All right? And that's all I got to say, man. You know, we'll be back here Monday again with another show for you. I hope you enjoyed today. Um, I want to thank P. Yankee. Uh, yeah, I still thank him for stopping by because, you know, he, he gives a very unique point of view. 
course, Mays. You know, she she's another one that gives a point, an outstanding point of view. Everybody's listening. Uh, those that be listening in the archives, thank you as well. Uh, me and P. Ross, hey, we gonna keep trying to bring you quality shows. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we have fun doing it. Believe you, me. <laughs> oh, believe you, me. But uh, just remember, man, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. All right. So until Monday, y'all, everybody have a nice weekend. Uh, be back here Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. Uh, we're going to get in and take you out of here with some um, James Brown today. Uh, something a lot of people need to hear. Uh, I'm black and I'm proud. Yeah, say it loud. <laughs> All right. So, until Monday, y'all, y'all have a great weekend. Peace. We out of here. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.